Dr. Jane McGonigal opens her book, Reality is Broken, with an ancient story. It was a dark time some 3,000 years ago, and the people of Lydia were facing long-term famine. One of the surprising survival strategies they adopted was gaming. They found that their absorption in games helped them turn their minds from cravings for food, and by use of the strategy, were able to survive a nearly 20-year famine. The story reminded me of a time in my life many years ago when I lived in Philadelphia amid a group of other young people who were almost all either full-time artists or activists. Though our circumstances weren't nearly as dire, we were all quite poor, and we frequently passed our evenings together playing board games. We had some pretty epic all-nighters, and nearly 20 years later, several of us reunited to game together online during the COVID. What is it about games that can help us through dark times or even the tedium that can sometimes accompany the good times. McGonagall, a veteran game designer, consultant, and researcher and director of games research and development at the Institute for the Future, is also an author of two New York Times best-selling books on the topic of games and social change. As the subtitle of this, her first book asserts, games can help us improve as individuals and have tremendous potential to change the world for the better. McGonagall contends that well-designed games, and particularly digital games, are so attractive to people because they help us develop intrinsic reward systems. They do this by offering direct feedback in an exciting variety of ways toward a realistic chance of achieving clearly defined objectives. Through working to achieve these objectives, we experience positive stress and a state of flow, and in the process, we also build social connections and gain opportunities to be a part of something larger than ourselves. These are all experiences that are too often lacking for many of us in our day-to-day -day lives. And so, McGonagall asserts, in comparison to games, reality is broken, which explains why so many people in our society are plagued by depression, boredom, and all the myriad forms of escapism that so many of us engage in. So, McGonagall suggests in the first third of her book, one of our best opportunities to help people thrive is by using the lessons of positive psychology and game design to reshape the world around us. In essence, to gamify reality. The remainder of the book is devoted to providing concrete examples of game design being applied to things like building community and increasing engagement, helping people tackle fears, and take on unpleasant demands of their day-to-day -day lives, everything from chores to schoolwork, and generally just helping people live happier lives. And McGonagall believes that these examples are just the tip of the iceberg. She points to crowdsourced endeavors such as Wikipedia and massive distributed computing projects as examples of what the internet enables us to do collectively on a global scale. By the end of the book, I was a true believer that the revolution was just around the corner. Of course, this book was written in 2011, and if I have any critiques of this enjoyable and insightful work, it's mostly as a Monday morning quarterback who has the benefit of nearly 10 years in the rear view since the book was written. The most challenging aspect of the book is the line that McGonagall walks between praising gameplay, extolling its potential to reshape human society for the better, and acknowledging that we're not there yet. Now, just as she cites numerous examples of impactful games back in the early 2000s that I wasn't aware of, perhaps there have been many more since then 
that have similarly escaped my attention. But I'm simply not yet seeing games being the force for positive social change that McGonagall predicted back in 2011. I think that may be because, as McGonagall herself says, quote, Right now, it's easier and more fun to be a superhero in a video game than it is to help solve real global problems in everyday life. Though some of the social change games McGonagall describes sound intriguing, few of them were anything that piqued my interest more than the games I already play now for pure enjoyment. My only other critique is her lack of academic rigor. The book is fairly thin on peer-reviewed research in the areas that McGonagall discusses. I think that's largely because she's writing for a lay audience rather than an academic one, but still, I do feel like I should point that out. All that being said, this was a thoroughly enjoyable read, particularly for people interested in gaming, positive psychology, and social change. It left me with a hunger to read more on these topics and more by McGonagall. I give the book four and a half out of five stars.